<sighs> what? What a week it's been, Aaron. I don't know What about a year you. it's been, Oh you know? my god, what a what a goddamn year it's been. 2023. Stock market's been a little shaky. Mortgages, uh, mortgage loans are on the rise, but you know what? It's been a pretty good damn year for music, I'll tell you that. So I <laughs> I you, you disagree? You disagree? I kind of do. I think Okay, okay. All right. Because there, like, I think, I don't disagree that there was a lot of good stuff that came out that, like, was a true banger slapper. Mm -hmm. But what I don't think we got a lot of this year, and time will tell, time Mm -hmm. will tell. and as you can hear as you can ascertain listener we're feeling very uh high level today we're we're this is npr stuff we're thinking you know forecasting we're thinking year end that kind of deal Yeah, yep. Year-end forecasting, <laughs> hindsighting. absolutely You know, um, what do they call it? Earnings report? This is Yep. kind of like our earnings report. Absolutely our earnings report. Turns And let out me we made tell zero you, dollars. I, the dollars are in again this year. We're at zero. <laughs> We might be in the negative due to what we've put in, but that's okay. That's okay. That is <laughs> a okay. that's Um... called a passion project, baby. Yeah, so I think like where where I'm I'm curious and time will tell is like I think about 2022 and I go and probably even 2021 renaissance and like some of the power hitters that happened last year That's true. I feel like they are I have I one of my albums like in my top 5 from like my Apple <laughs> replay is from last year. really? Which one? Oh, well, I will. We'll get to that. I'm sure, won't we? Are we do are Well, we going to maybe get not. to it? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, do you want to go through it like do, like just like are there any things <laughs> that stood out to you from your Spotify Wrapped? um, once again, the top five uh, list. Uh, top five artists were all females with Mr. Troy Savon rounding out spot number five. So that checks out. Um, not a lot of surprises on my end, to be honest. It was more of like, what, what are my common like two or three girlies? And then who's the, who's the like new up and comer on the rise? Who's popping in <laughs> kind of shifting things around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I always I always feel good when I have male representation in my top artists. Me too, especially if they're gay. My okay, so like number like so this is where like you can tell that <laughs> previous years had a big impact on this year is my number one artist is Tuve Lu. Period. And then like you can also tell that I really listen to those those collabs, Mama, because SG Lewis is number three. Wow, that is that's great. So I like love that. SG is really holding it out for the the male population, but um Yeah, and then I yeah. had I had Troy, Kylie, Kim, Lana, Chapel. Pretty pretty Chapel standard. made a list. Look at that. Oh hell yeah, she did. She made it in a big way. We'll we'll get She to did. that. We'll get to that, mama. We'll get to that. But Aaron, what have you been up to outside of music? What have you been what's been keeping Well, you busy? if we're talking about this last year, lots of that has happened in this last year. I moved. You moved. For those that that this is the first episode they're listening to of 2023, I moved. You moved. Um, 
I've been traveling a lot. I was, yeah, I think we mentioned PV, but I also was just mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. at a work trip in Bentonville, Arkansas. We love a shout out to our folks listening in Bentonville. Yep. We love the Bentonville listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's kind of been it. It's been like, just, yeah. Yeah. I'm finally getting, I don't like, I'm finally getting used to Austin temperatures and not finally I am used to Austin temperatures and now like when it's like 50 degrees I'm like ooh I better have a coat on <laughs> gotta bundle up gotta a little bit up. yeah look at I mean right now you look very cozy right now very bundled yeah. up it must like, be in the 50s it's 65 degrees outside but okay it feels it's a, little better. a little chillier in here but still that's fair that's fair what about you yeah. what's what's the I mean, what's the news with you I mean, this year has been like incredibly uh, informative inf- uh, or informative for me. Rather, I've I've gone through a lot of changes this year, a lot of challenges, but ultimately, I feel like I have learned so much about myself this year, both you know, in my personal life and my my friendships and. I, I was thinking about it the other day of like um, in my 20s, my probably starting at age 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, every birthday was just like astronomically better than the last. I was just like, wow, gay life in my late 20s. I'm learning stuff. I'm just life is good. And then, you know, 30s hit and it's like, OK, reality is kind of our here and challenges are presenting themselves and you just have to learn like I it's been very defining like how am I as a person going to stand up to realities in my life and how am I going to move forward because I I knew I was like this isn't going to happen for every year the rest of my life like 30 31 32 33 it's not going to be like up 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 that's not reality babe things are going to happen and you roll with the punches but ultimately it's been an amazing year. And let me tell you, I saw some movies yesterday. I had a day yesterday, Aaron, that I think every adult should try and have. I went to the movies with some friends. We maybe did a little acid, which I was nervous about, but highly recommend. We saw the Trolls movie, which, hear me out, I know it's for kids, but truly that movie is for everyone. It's for parents. There was a there was a dad literally snoring in the theater. He brought his kid so he could take a fucking nap and that kid be entertained for three hours or whatever. And the kid was. It's for parents, it's for kids, it's for high adults. It was so good. It was really well done. Um, and then we saw Wonka, which I don't know. Have you seen the trailer for Wonka? Um, I tried to avoid it. Please do, because when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh God, this is Tim is Timothy is not Wonka. This is the wrong casting. This movie looks terrible." I was blown away. It was so fun. It was so good. I loved it. And then what else? Oh, the new Chicken Run movie on Netflix. Oh, it was a great day for film. I'll just say that. What's Chicken Run? Aaron. This is, and this is a reflective, this is reflective on society. Not everyone fucks with Chicken Run. It's a like kind of claymation animated film from 
when we were younger. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, now it's coming to you. Yeah. And yeah, the the good the good chicks in the pen, they they band together for the the feat of a lifetime. They escape the coop, mama. That's the whole movie. And the second one is similar. Um but just so well written, so funny. I had a, it was a great day yesterday. I just watch movies all day. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely uh, I got the AMC A list. Um, oh yes, thing. And mm. so I've been going to a lot of movies, but like haven't done a full day mainly because I I just feel like there's only so much vegging I can do, and every every time mm-hmm. like I go to the theater. I get the popcorn and then the next day I am like, my stomach is <laughs> mad at me for all the popcorn I ate. Um, yeah. 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 But I didn't. So like Wonka was fine. It very, I have a feeling you had a little influence that made, it might've helped you a little bit with that one. But for me, that was the second film. So it was definitely like less visual, but more of like, I just felt like I was connecting with the themes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the one th- I mean, like if, if I just I like original concept movies is like I, mm-hmm. I prefer to try and seek those out. Not not saying, of course, of course, you should. You know what you should have saw hmm. Boy in the Heron. Oh, that's on the list. Don't worry. We'll we'll be seeing that. No, but that we'll would have been be great on that. on acid. I know. But you know what? <laughs> 24 hours in a day, even when you got drugs in your system, unfortunately. What? No way. I thought you could extend. <laughs> What's if I could have, if I could have, I would have, and I would have gone to see that movie too. It looks so good. It is. It's very, very good. Um, I will say, I, I will say, great, great, great year for movies. Great year for movies. That's for sure. That is. Absolutely. That is for goddamn sure. Absolutely. Um, but we're not here to talk about movies. No, that's right. Because this here, folks, Bob or Flop, we are music commentary professionals. That is what we are. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Occasionally right. diving into a movie that had a soundtrack that we really, really felt like needed to be reviewed. <laughs> and the world thought we needed to review. And here we are. And here we are. Here we are. So, so Simon, the first thing that we do within our um, wrapped and replayed, as we have been calling it, is That's right. going over our... Um, five best albums of 2023 that we reviewed. That's right. And last year we did it as a collaborative effort. So we took our own list, we got together and we said, okay, we got to, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We girl, we absolutely did. Look at that list. No, we didn't. Girl, there is, there is no way that that was not a collaborative list. Girl, I listened. Roll the tapes. I I listened to the beginning of the the podcast. We did not collaborate on last year's list. You had some random girl as your t- your fifth person. The only what you're confusing us with is we did collaborate for the first time ever for our top uh, ten albums of all time that we reviewed. That's I don't know. I don't know because Big was on. Yeah, exactly. That list, and I did not put that there. Exactly. Yeah, we didn't collaborate on that one. Anyways, folks, revisionist history. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember things from last week. So how the hell am I gonna remember what the fuck we did from our last replay? 
I, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't remember either. I had I had to listen. And I was like, oh yeah, but that's what, right. <laughs> how we started it. We can maybe start the same way. Is we both did our our number five, and then we both said it at the same time. <laughs> do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah. So coming okay. in at number five is our fifth most favorite album. Of Three, year. two, one. Something tension to give each other by Kylie Minogue. We didn't review tension. I did in my brain. You're right. Damn it! And don't I, worry. Don't okay. worry. That's the only one. That's the only one I okay. Have yeah. That's okay. Not on there. Okay. Let's talk Troy. Um, talk Troy, Troy. Something to give each other. I think the reason why it's number five is because I was looking through the albums we reviewed. Tisk tisk. I'm get, I'm getting that look from the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I I messaged you. I messaged you and asked you, are we doing albums we reviewed only or are we doing all? Look, look, it was a mistake. I had a long day yesterday. <laughs> I woke up at eleven. Here we are. Here we are. We're Here we're back. We are. <laughs> um something to give each other. Like out of the albums we reviewed, it was probably one of the more memorable ones. Um, Absolutely. And there were some really shout out great singles on the album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think it was like an amazing album as a whole. It was uh, still a bop, but it wasn't sure. like amazing. So it got fifth place. Fair. That's very fair. Now, me uh, already breaking the rules. And you know what? That's what people think about when they look at Bob or Flop, Aaron or Simon, they go, Simon's the bad boy. He's, he's the bad boy. He's the rule breaker. <laughs> um, I put tension on here because I was like, oh yeah, we reviewed that one for sure, but nope, we didn't. See, that was that, <laughs> that sure should have been one I put in the the ones that got away, but I didn't even do that. Well, that can be our first one. Yeah, that was one album that definitely got away. <laughs> All I'll say to that one is I I go back and forth between this album and Disco as being her uh, my favorite album of her, hers as a packaged whole from start to finish. I do think Tension is a little more updated to today. Um right. but both both great albums. Solid if it wasn't albums for Padam Padam, I would probably agree with you. Which is, yeah, that's so that's so interesting. I mean, a lot of people are on that bandwagon of God. We've just heard this song to death. I never ever need to hear this ever again. I'm I still love it. I, I mean, I'm here I for d- it. I I didn't <laughs> even like it when it came out. I like there was that, never a point that I was like, that's a hot take. That's to, a hot take. I've already said it before, but I'll say it again. Like to me, it is in the same vein as like a shake it off, which is just like simple earworm that like for some reason the public just eats up but like yeah just isn't good i could i could see that yeah but you know what you know what continues to get better our Our list list. we go up that's right god god you're good so coming in at number four you want to say it on three one two three barbie the album olivia Rodrigo. I mean, let's talk Barbie. I mean, talk about monoculture. Mm-hmm. Barbie mm-hmm. was monoculture in 2023. That movie took the world by storm. 
the the movie kind of yeah it it created a new genre of culture like you have your pokemon gaze you got your you oh know, yeah your disney gaze and now like barbie is like you got your barbie gaze way of being a little bit it is and and far beyond you know gay culture uh we're here and queer and we're we're oh god what was i saying you ever have a moment where you just black out always that's 24/7 <laughs> but i mean barbie was so successful that now mattel is being like we're releasing brats movie the brats movie or the the betty boop uh, here this toy movie and mama that's going to be dark days i mean the thing is is if if we People are going to buy uh, it. People, people supporting existing IAP in the theaters, Kaf Kaf Wonka, just reinforces that they can continue to regurgitate the same shit and we'll go to it. Wonka is much more nuanced and layered. It is deser- right. It's deserving of its own story. But I agree with you. I agree with you on principle on 99% of that. Um, that's why we have, you know... Why did I think of Transformers right away? God, those movies are terrible. Well, Kung Fu Panda, there's a fourth oh, one. Oh, God, one. yes. There's another Kung Fu Panda. That's right. That's right. That was another thing, too. When I was watching Wonka, I was all the trailers before the movie, I was like, these are all for kids. Like, all of these. I was like, I didn't even know these movies were like migration. What's the what the fuck is that? There, There is a really something was going on in the marketing department of Wonka because nothing that I saw before the movie was anything close to what I saw in the theater. So that's, that is the, I, I actually read an article about this that they're like, and I, I talked to you a little bit on Instagram about yes, it, but like yes. it is actually true that with focus groups, for some reason, if it's marketed as a musical or they kind of showcase the musical aspect of it, it doesn't sell well and it doesn't perform yeah. well. Yeah. So like, the Hunger Games movie, they didn't like spotlight any of whatever the girl's name is singing. And to be fair, that's because it made no sense and it was terrible, but continue on. Then you have the Mean Girls movie, which we <laughs> all know is a, is is a, a musical. musical. And they don't even like, they go Not out of their way to make sure that it's, people don't know that. Side note, very nervous for that movie. Oof, continue I, on. I mean, Oof. because we don't know anything about it because of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, The trailer Oof. doesn't have any music in it. <laughs> No, it looks smooth. <laughs> Even the color purple. I was like, yeah. are you gonna are you gonna show that this is the musical at all? There was literally three seconds of someone singing. The mm-hmm. rest of the entire trailer was all just like dialogue. Yes. Yes. But that once you said that, it made a lot of sense. And the movie itself is really just it's not a musical, it's a movie with musical elements. Um, mm. in my opinion, because I, I would absolutely, it's, it doesn't feel like I'm, it didn't feel like I was watching a musical. It felt like I was watching something where music was injected into bits of the movie that made sense, but also makes sense with Wonka. Cause he's kind of a, I mean, that's his character. He's, he's, he's in his own world. He he plays by his own rules like his reality is a different reality and that that made sense narratively to me if that makes sense the one thing 
okay i we keep mentioning wonka and i guess it's it is what it is but like it is what it is people it is what the it one is. thing that doesn't hold true to the character of wonka is that wonka doesn't really tolerate bad behavior yeah mm -hmm. and i feel like this wonka was just like i'm kind and like trying to help everyone out and great great well, great yeah that's that's part of his character development that's who he was at the beginning and then slowly over time he saw how people like he saw human nature and he's like mm, girl so there's a movie after wonka but before the chocolate factory you're saying and that's the movie that he starts to like uncover his dark side no i think i think he i think the point of the movie was you should have dreams, but also like, like the 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 girl character. God, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name. But she Noodle. was always say she was always saying like, you can't trust everyone. You have to like be on your guard. That's the human way. Is they'll they'll take take take. And I think between the two of them, their whole relationship was kind of showing each other their side and coming to this like, ah, yes, you can have both things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to number three. <laughs> anyway, wait, wait, number wait, no, no, three. Wait, what, was your, what was your four? Oh, my four was uh, Guts, Olivia Rodrigo. And that was a, that was a tough one to place because it was such a good album. It was such a good album. Oh, why, did it, really... why, why did it hit number four? Because <sighs> there were just, there were three other albums that for me personally, um, has stuck with me a little more where I've been going back to them a little more where I know Guts is good and I do go back to it. It just didn't... The I think there was... I'm trying to remember exactly what was released around the same time, but there was just other noise at the time where I didn't dive in as hard as I did with Sour. And... That doesn't mean that I'm not going to go back to Guts. I will continually go back to Guts. So I'm just, I feel like I'm just at the beginning of my journey with Guts. And that's why it's at number four as opposed to higher on the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It did come out mm -hmm. like a week or two before um, the Troy album. And it definitely, I mean, it also came out at the same time as Madison Beer. And you know, <laughs> Madison. You know, you're a big fan. A huge fan. Um, I do have a couple of songs from Madison on my my playlist. She, so she has taken up a, a fraction of my time. Certainly, that's accurate. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, a fraction of know. my time, <laughs> it's time for the third piece of our fraction of five, which is that's our right. ranking three. Three, two, one. Rise Did you and know fall that there's the a tunnel under Ocean Queen. Boulevard? <laughs> oh man, I I had to. Lana was gonna be on my list no matter what. Yeah, um, I kind of assumed she's gonna be on there. And three, three felt good. There, what I liked a lot about this album was there were songs on it that. Like the song A&W, for example, is like one of those top tier Lana songs that will be in top 10 lists for for her. Um, and there, you know, Lana is very good at what she does. She finds a way to put a little twist on her style with every new album. This was no different for me. Love it.
But yeah, Chaparone. Chaparone. Chaparone, she made a splash this year, did she not? She splished, she splashed, she took a bath. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the reason why she was where she was is because I think she really did. This album was the surprise and delight moment of 2023 yeah. for me. Mm -hmm. From like, uh, wasn't expecting based on she debut album, debut kind of, there's nothing to go off of. Absolutely. Um, and she really delivered. So good on her. Good on her. And thank you, Dan Nigro, for that, that production. Um, should we get to number two? Let's do it. Three, two, one. The Something record. to give each other. So we got our first repeat. We have our first repeat. You brought yep. you brought Troy up. I brought Troy up. Um, this is my favorite Troy album. I know a lot of people are on the Blue Neighborhood band, which I respect completely. But um, the yeah, this album just made me feel real good. I go back to it a lot. Um, the image of uh, Troy in that music video in drag has really stuck with me in ways that are challenging my perspective on uh gender expression <laughs> I'm like he really did that he really did that we love that twink good for him good for him good for him how about the record tell the us the record about boy genius um absolutely like this is an album that i was not expecting to stay with me as long as it has um, I also was not necessarily like you would expect to like the, like to, it to be a good album when you have like Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker all together. Abs absolutely. But like, I don't know this, it, I still go back and I still listen to it and I still really, really, really enjoy it. Um, that's why it's number two. Yeah. And that one is one that I liked and kind of like guts i feel like i have i'm at the i'm still at the beginning of my journey with it I, like again there's so much noise this year there's so much good stuff coming out like i need to dedicate more time to the record i'm gonna go back to it i will so, so the thing is the thing is i don't know if we're gonna go back to these albums the same way we did with the 2022 albums oh hard disagree Really? Heart. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Because 2022 feels like it was like a really big year. It was. But my number one is the reason that I disagree with this. Okay, let's do number one. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Rise but... and fall of a Midwest princess. There we go. Is it Between Midwest the princess or girl? Or queen? Midwest princess. Oh, I said queen. Because she's still, be she's becoming a queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But between the two of us, uh, good number one choices. Very mm -hmm. solid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me why Guts came in at number one for you. Because it's getting, a, it's getting a lot of praise. There's one article, there's one outlet in particular that uh, gave it um, album of the year. And people were like, yep, yeah, mm -hmm, okay, yeah. So the reason why Guts is my number one is because... Um, this i mean sour we we Ugh. have given this we've given olivia a lot of time on our podcast and, and deservedly sure. so 
Deservedly so. And I think that what she, I remember when Guts came out, I was like, oh, I don't like this as much as Sour. I don't. Mm -hmm. Same. But over time, as I've listened to it more and more, I've been like, her songwriting was amazing with mm-hmm. um with Sour. And she took it and she made it smarter and wittier and even kind of just more precise and did and did things that like I don't think a lot of artists do, which is like bring in acting, bring in inflection, bring in kind of like persona personifying yes. the songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. In ways that like I don't think that we really got a whole bunch ever before of like all of her songs, you can tell that she's in on the joke, but she's also like acting the hell out of it. And so I, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. That is a, a very accurate assessment of what I love so much about that album. She, I, I will never forget in ninth grade speech class, Ms. Voss, if you're out there, she told our class the number one compliment you can give someone is I believe you. And I've never forgotten that. And when I listen to that album, I believe her. Like she's acting, she the the voice inflections, like you said, like it's it's very authentic, believable. It's a really, really solid album. And like you said, when it first came out, I was like, ooh, it's hard to follow up Sour. I'm not sure if I like this one as much. And the more I listen to it, I'm just like, no, this is this is Mm -hmm. so good. It's Mm -hmm. so good. But Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess, also great. Also great. This one really has had a chokehold on me since it came out. And it's just this is the perfect situation where like talent meets opportunity and everything comes together. It's a wonderful album from beginning to end. And I feel very fortunate that I got to see her on tour because the star power translates in person it's so she's she's the real deal folks she's the real deal and i i remember thinking when i was watching her that the like authenticity or whatever like the star power the presence was very much giving me like early gaga and i have not thought that about a live performance in a long time so um yeah chapel is my girl this year she really did that he is like a star to, to to watch, and I am still so mad <sighs> that I had to travel for her con like when her concert <sighs> was in Austin. I had tickets oh. on the pre-sale. The show was immediately sold out. And she was playing in Minneapolis on my birthday. Like oh. it was it was a double header miss, and I am so fucking pissed about missing her because she's going to be one of those artists that like her career trajectory is going to only go up and it's going to go up at a steep slope mama i agree i agree more to lots of exciting things to come from that young lady for sure right Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. um how about so our next part is our five best songs of 2023 i think we should just you go list them out 
explain them why, and then I'll go. Okay, I'll perfect, perfect. Um, I cheated a little bit with number five. I couldn't decide between two songs, so I okay. did two. Um, my first, so my number five was "Kill Bill" by SZA, and uh, "Get Him Back" by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, I. I got to spend a little more time with the SZA album recently, and it really is a work of art. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. And, and Kill Bill is just perfection. It is. It's a good one. And Get Him Back, Olivia Rodrigo, I mean, it's it's that encapsulation of what we were talking about with the the acting and the the voice, like the giving it through the spoken word and it it's just yeah. such a fun song and it and the theme of like hating an ex but also wanting to be back with them and but also wanting to make him feel like shit like ugh, it's so good it, it, that's what she does so well she's right she's just so good but what was your number five Aaron oh is this gonna have you go through all five of yours and then oh all five great let's do you it want, yeah yeah okay and then uh number four um I thought about giving it to A&W by Lana Del Rey, but I actually gave it to a different song on the album. It's called Let the Light In, featuring Father John Misty. Um, beautiful song. It's one of my favorite Lana songs. I go back to it like almost every night, almost, before I go to bed. It's a good one. Um, and then number three, I gave it to uh, uh, an album that, kind of flew under our radar because a lot of stuff was coming out at the time but it's my love mine all mine by mitski beautiful maybe maybe my favorite song written of 2023 it's poetry it's beautiful um number two for me was one of your girls by troy savan that song in particular really really got me oh it's so good so good and my number one was red wine supernova by chapel roan it is the single that hooked me to her i believe it came through on a spotify or a youtube algorithm recommendation damn you youtube damn you youtube <laughs> knows me better than i know myself but, but yeah, i feel like the algorithm's it. gotten a lot worse for me now it's starting to like really it doesn't it doesn't sneak in a couple good songs that I've never heard. Oh. It always will just play. It's always, it really wants me to listen to the stick season, Olivia Rodrigo cover one more Every... time. It always says, <laughs> no matter what it's like, it, it does love to go back to uh, your tried and true classics. Doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. But I, I've gotten a lot of good music from YouTube um, algorithm before. So there's something, uh, George, wow, that was creepy. George pressed the button on my standing desk for it to rise a little bit. We're going to push that back down. Do you remember Sorry, when George. he turned off your computer? Do you I? That? He does it like every other day. That little He's brat. George. Oh, God. Anyways, give, me, give it to me, Aaron. What are your top five? Yeah, coming in at number five, hot to go. Gotta Slap. give some love to Chapel Rowan. That song Slap. is so fun. I love a I love a good spelling thing and the fact that it's like with a cheer, it just is like it's such there's a, a fun song. There's a little dance that anyone can learn. It's so easy. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Number four is bringing it to an album to an artist that like we didn't review. Okay. But we both I think we both became pretty big fans 
coming number four is Red Flags by Mimi Webb. Oh, our girl Mimi. I'm a Webster mom. She's. I'm part of the dictionary. <laughs> I am part of her dictionary. Are those what her fans are called? I don't know. I have you no should, idea. Because that is brilliant. You <laughs> should, if if she doesn't have a, a cute little name for her fans, just send her a DM. She'll probably read it. She probably Honestly. will. <laughs> Coming at number three is Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. That song just Love. truly is one of those. It's it's like in the same level of like the sound that you put it on and I'm just immediately in a good mood. Oh, um, so way to go. It's so good. Way to go for her on that one or them on that one, I guess. That's right. Coming in at number two, I had to give love to, to guts. And I think that the song that I don't know, it's the whole album's really good. I didn't want to like spot specify a single song. So vampire is like the song. It is the song. It is the, the album mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and love singing at karaoke. It's, I also love the Taylor Swift of it all. The the progression of it is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then coming in at number one is Rush by Troy Sivan. A solid choice. Because I it, feel like that yeah. song truly just like I don't know. It 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 brought in like primal sexual energy into the world in a way that like I don't know if we've had in a while mm-hmm. in this, like, just it was the vibe of like, this is what gay men are, you yes. know? Yeah. I will say with Troy and Chapel, what I love so much about them is they seem so unapologetic about injecting authentic queer sexuality into their music i want it injected into my veins 24 7 it is so good people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's my top five that is a great top five list here that's really so good. good it's really good that's so good what have we got next next is the unexpected flops of 2023 <laughs> these are this is always these a are tough one albums that we reviewed mm. that we were expecting were going to be good because you know the artists mm. you should expect but they just weren't could be the artist could be the hype something I, about it didn't add up for us i have two okay i have three my number two that feels good jesse Wayne. okay okay and now is it because you didn't like the album as a whole, or were you expecting more? Both. I th- I think because okay. like, I did I did flop the album. Oh, that's right. I did flop the album. That's right. And I still I, haven't I still haven't forgiven you for that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it just didn't hit this, and then it just didn't hit the same way that uh, "What's Your Pleasure" did. Yes. That doesn't mean I'm not a fan of her, and that doesn't mean there aren't songs on the al- the album that oh, I totally. like. Totally. It just isn't like I I didn't jiggle and wiggle as much as you and David did. That's right. That's right. And it, to be fair, what's your pleasure is about as close to perfect as you can get for that that vibe. Um, but I, I totally see what you're saying. And then my number one is is feed the beast. Yeah. That's, just, that's what happens when you when you let the label kind of control your 
your trajectory and like what you want to do with your music. I'm sorry, you know, Kim. I thought about putting that one on my list. I think with a little more time, I do appreciate it more, but I, it, it's, to, it's not her best work. And overall there are, it's definitely a, a, a valid, a valid choice for the category. Who are your three? Um, no particular order. I had Heartbreak Highway by Cannons, uh, just because I, I just, I want them to get it right so bad, and they do in so many ways. But apart from like a shorter EP, I have yet to get an album release from them that is just perfection, Chef's Kiss. So I'm still still on the Cannons bandwagon. Don't get me wrong, I'm still on the Street Team, but. We'll be looking for more from them in 2024 and beyond. Um, I had Endless Summer Vacation by Miley because, I mean, I mean, it's it's just um, it feels I just wanted a little more. I don't know. Yeah. It feels a little unfocused to me, yeah. which is fine. But there are some good songs out there. And that's fine. Yeah. 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 And then my last one was uh, The Loveliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that one. That one should be on my list, too, because that one, like, but actually, no. Yeah. It okay. shouldn't okay. for me. Okay. Because I didn't like The Loneliest Time. That's I fair. didn't like that one. And so I was fully expecting this to not be good. <laughs> well, I see, I. I liked the loneliest time. It's not her strongest for me, but I was surprised by how not into the loveliest time. I, right. Yeah, ooh, ooh, tough. Yeah, yeah. But we still love our girl. We still we love. Still her. love our girl. We'll still listen to you, girl. We'll still go to your concerts. Don't worry. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you remember that article that came out that was like straight couple? Or straight person surprised that Carly Rae Jepsen concert is attended by all men. <laughs> God, the onion sometimes lands it so well. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> so good. I think before oh. we go into like some of the other the one, like I think the next one that feels most like logical section to go into mm -hmm. is flop to bop. Mm, the, I had a tough time with this one, Aaron. So this would be albums that we flopped originally, and we've had a little more time with them, and we're like, you know what? Actually, it's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah. So let's start with you, because this could spark something for me. So um, we, I think this year, this season, however we want to refer to it as, this is our... our um, I think we did the most episodes we've ever done this year. That would be a surprise to me. No, I think we did. Really? I think this is our our, our most. Yeah, because we're on season four, but the first season wasn't a full year. And so okay. really, this is our okay. third year doing it. I, I guess you're right. We were pretty consistent. It was just like the last couple months we were pretty busy. Overall. The last couple months we were pretty busy. Uh, yeah. It's what, it, it was what it was. It is. Um, but we also did a lot of like really unique albums. This, this, or not albums, but reviews this time around or episodes. Agree. Agree. Um, but one of the albums that for me 
I think the reason why it was it went from flop to bop is I think with time I got over the fact that I was expecting something different from it mm-hmm. and ha- no longer having that notion to go along with it and revisiting it. I w- I've been like, oh, this album isn't bad. This album is, I would actually say it is cohesive okay. um, and it does have a, a, a through line thread. The album Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Okay. Again, I was fully expecting it to be um, with flowers. It was going to be pop, bop. We're going to listen to all these songs in the club. Mm -hmm. And really all we got was, I think, flowers. And I think Jaded gets some airplay at at, some bars sometimes. Mm -hmm. But hindsighting it and getting past that, it is a a good album. It just isn't like when you have a name like Endless Summer Vacation, you're thinking this is going to be like bangers and it wasn't. It yes. was off-putting. But over time, yeah. getting past that, it actually was a pretty good album, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. Do you have any others on that list? That's the only one. That's the only Honestly, one. I, I feel pretty secure in my ratings this year, I have to say. As I was looking back, I was like, no, I feel, I feel like I I did that. <laughs> I think two years ago, one thing we did was bop, something we gave a bop to. If there's anything that we would that we would go back and now we would flop. <laughs> and I think I know what your answer would be there. Yeah, guess the Shania Twain album. Period. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, you know what? I was in a good mood that day. <laughs> I was like, yes, come on, Shan, give it to us. Getting Liddy in the cup. I I mean, (laughs) it's still it's still something else. It's still good. So it's still something else. And you know what? She is having a great time with this album touring. She's got about fifteen different questionable wigs that she's switching in and out of. And you know what? That's all a girl can ask for, right? That's all a girl can ask for. (laughs) Um, should we maybe go through our most listened to? episodes yes please do that's always a fun one because we i think we have expectations when we do an episode either because of the album reviewing or the the album that we're reviewing or the guests we have that we we think like oh this one's gonna be listen to a lot and this one not so much and there are always some surprises aren't there yeah, one of the things that was uh, unique about this year, too, was we did a lot of different types of episodes. Mm-hmm. And we also did a lot of episodes that didn't have guests. And so you, right. typically it was like sometimes our guests were the things that like made it so their, their episode went up right, significantly right. like higher than anyone else's. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. year, I mean, that's not necessarily true for every placement. All of not all top five had a special guest. That's right. That's right. And that's pretty interesting. I, I, I guess you guys just like us. Um, so I, I'll start with number five. Okay. Number five is actually, was actually very close there. I think within the, the fifth place spot, all of the, the episodes below it were all within five plays of being able to take that fifth place spot. And that's why your vote matters, people. That's why your listening ears matter, your downloads, your listens. They all matter. 
they all matter. Coming in at number five is is truly just some chaos in <laughs> Drive, our Tiesto episode, somehow was our fifth most listened to episode of this hey, year. Hey, Tiesto, he's a legend. He's been around. I swear to God, he's been making music since I was in kindergarten. I don't I don't remember him. <laughs> like I he was not in my cultural awareness until maybe three years ago. Maybe. I just always because I've I've been kind of all over as because you know, with Napster being around when I was teeny weeny bopper, like he's just always been around. I've noticed his name in the zeitgeist he's just been doing stuff for for forever <laughs> he really has. He really has. But, but and the people loved it they said get give us more drive baby <laughs> they must right. have i don't who knows i really <laughs> knows? Am, i'm curious about how that happened but i'm a little baffled i seem to remember we went on tangent after tangent on that episode if i remember correctly and that was just us we had no that other was just with us. us that was a fun one that was a good that time. was a fun one um, um what, what was number four number four was uh our girl shan queen of me and our guest that week was dylan wavra fun episode fun to have very, dylan on very fun episode to record very fun episode to do the cover art for all around yeah, fun. fun that one that yeah. was a good one all around fun good times Ugh. coming in at number three though i'm like actually pretty happy that this made the list me too um coming in at number three is our best albums of all time asterisk that we reviewed on the podcast yes that's that's the asterisk right there yes. um to me this this goes to show that one, a clickbaity title can sometimes get people in <laughs> to, to download the episode. Hey, hey, that's the business. But this was also our 100th episode. This was a big deal. Big milestone for us, guys. That's right. And so the fact that it was on our list, because I think the last time we did this before this, it was like the albums that made us. And it was like mm -hmm. not a high performer. <laughs> Oh, which guys, if you haven't listened to the episode, the albums that made us, it's a really good episode. It it you learn a lot about Aaron, you learn a lot about me, and we just have a really good talk about formative music. Go back to it. If you want, if you want something that's going to help you understand why we review the way we do, mm -hmm. that's the episode. That's the episode to go back and do that with. But um... absolutely. How did I, I'm, I'm like looking back? I'm like, did it has it performed better since we did it? And I don't, maybe, <laughs> but while you're uh, looking that up, I'll just say for that episode, um, those are really fun episodes for us because we kind of get to do our own thing at first and then we come together and collaborate. And it's always fun working with Aaron because our tastes are similar in some ways, but very different in others. So for us to come together and have to put a list together, it's, it's just fun to navigate. This was, it was truly fun to navigate. Cause there was, there was, mm -hmm. you were like, <laughs> I want to put Lana all over the list. And I was like, I know he does. I know he does. So it's compromising. It was you got to compromise. That's a good, good relationship people. That's, that's how you you make a good podcast. That's right. Simon, so what, what was number two? Coming in at number two is 
Javelin, uh, Sufjan Stevens featuring Brady Schneider. Was that Schneider. our Schneider? Schneider. Was that our first Texas coin? No, Allen with Jaguar Two was our first Texas. That's queen. right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was that was an unexpectedly fun episode. It was so great. Brady came in with the facts, with the, Girl, the good insights. I'm pretty sure Brady wrote the Wikipedia for that album. Well, he 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 like did he did the research, <laughs> and if if y'all haven't looked, he also did the cover art for our social media posts, oh, and he did such a good job. So good, golly! So Brady, is... if you're if you're looking for an internship, <laughs> bop or flop. <laughs> Uh, but it was so good to, to have Brady on the podcast. I really, really did appreciate his his um, suggestions. And I think for all intents and purposes, if you haven't, you need to connect with Brady because yeah, he, he is. He's literally sending me recommendations. And then like a month later, you're going, wow, look at this new artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh he so you're saying we're both on the pulse but he's um a little bit <laughs> i'm saying that he could help inform you on some really good music that i think you would like love it brady look out for the dm it's coming it's coming it's, coming. it's on its way so that leaves number one what came at number one this year should we say it together three two one Something, Something to, give to give each other, each other. featuring Jack, Jack Erbst. Zach Erbst. Which is funny because Zach is like radio silent on socials. <laughs> so you know what? I think it, I don't, I want to give credit to Brady on this. For all intents and purposes, I want to give credit to Brady on this because I think when someone like listens to an episode of a podcast or like that's when they start to follow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the podcast thing the downloads what it what it like what it ranks on is downloads mm-hmm. and so if you listen to the previous episode which was javelin yeah it'll like it'll pre-download the next one thinking that you want to listen to it Ooh. and so i think that it actually is benefiting out of the tailwinds of uh javelin but then i think troy savan is a more popular artist Oh, definitely. Sufan. Um, and so with that, I think that that's why it's number one. But it was a great episode, and it was great to have Zach back on the podcast. Zach is such a good guest to have. He has such a wide musical taste, and he's just very thoughtful and uh, an artist in his way, if you will. I think this was also the episode where I mentioned like a bad date I went on. Um, which I like, I'm still not sure if that, cause that guy has been like, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, I did remove that section. I, I don't, I don't edit often, but I did remove that section. <laughs> Folks. We don't edit often, almost never to be honest. But what I don't know if I did is I don't like, I, I removed the, the core of it but i don't Mm -hmm. know if we mentioned it either before or after too with enough context to give it away then because i know i think we did but like i don't know sometimes you let go and you let god and the rest will be that that's exactly it um now that should we do the ones that got away i think we should (laughs) 
and of course I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Kylie because <laughs> she somehow made my list. She somehow made the list. She somehow made the list, Mama. <laughs> Who could say how? I, 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 I think that's a good one to add to the list because we. Oh, totally. She came out the same week as someone else, though. Did, she it was, came out the same week as Guts. It was Guts. It was Kylie, and it was there was also Slater. Was that same? That was a. That was action packed. Oof. That's a busy week. Damn. But speaking of, I also have Slater on that list because um. All in all, a really great album. Um, I ordered the vinyl, still waiting. It's been months and months and months. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm sitting by the window looking for the mailman. He's I have here. Amelia on this list because Amelia is one of the ones that I feel like truly got away. It was right mm-hmm. at the time when I was moving and like things were busy. But that album I, I, there are albums. I think we've chatted about this that like really cement like a certain point in your life and a certain kind of like. I know Amelia is going to be the album that I'm going to go back to, and every time I listen to it, I'm going to think about like when I was living in temporary housing and I had just mm. moved down to Austin and yeah. I was like, did I make the right decision? Like I don't know. Blah blah blah. That's the best thing about music. It really transports you. Yeah. But I'm a Webster now. I'm part of her dictionary. I love that. Um <laughs> I also I also wish we would have done um Shear's Christmas album. Oh, you are so right. We you gotta give it up to Cher. You, you gotta, gotta give, give it, it, to, it Cher. up to Cher. Um And shout out, she did an episode, I think I've mentioned this YouTube series on the podcast before, uh, Chicken Shop Date. She was on an episode and it was so, so good. The banter was fabulous. Truly great. Truly great. Um, I was looking at last year and one of the albums that got away was a Holly Humperstone album, but she actually released another album this year. And y'all, and we also didn't review that one. So Holly, I'm sorry, you got away again. Maybe 2024 is your year. I also Put out can't, another album, girl. I can't get over the name Holly Humberstone. I know, I know. Of all names, it's Golly. so it's so funny. And one thing. Uh, one thing that we can also mention, it's similar to last year, because I think there's like an episode this year that we said, um, or I said like, oh yeah, no, we did review SOS. We did review this as an album. No, it was one that got away. It was like, it was too late in the year. We just decided not to do it. And Ugh. same thing kind of happened this year. We were going to do um, Nicki Minaj. We were going to do Tate McRae kind of reviewing. You want to but... give... A- any quick bites on either album you want to give the folks? Because people were messaging me, where's the Tate album? Where's the Nikki album? Um, No, actually, no. Because as soon as I listened to both the albums, I feel like the Tate McRae album, it's kind of like the same issue that we had with trailers, where the trailer didn't necessarily fit the movie. Mm. The songs leading into the album didn't necessarily fit the album. Okay. In mm. that, like, X's and those types of things. Greedy. Greedy were like pop bangers. And then the rest yep. of the album is a lot more kind of like 
introspective, slower, and all those yeah. things, which like great, good for her. Um, but it did a disservice because we were all coming to expect her to be like creating an album that was going to be pop bangers. Mm-hmm. And it, it just ended up being like, nope, it was those two plus a lot of <laughs> like, um, a lot of other filler, a lot, lot of filler. filler. Yeah. And then Nicki Minaj, I can't even say, cause I think we agreed that we were going to do Tate at that point. Um, mm-hmm. I made it about two thirds of the way through Nicki Minaj before I didn't yeah, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give my thoughts on both as well. Um, I was, I was kind of like, surprised at first to see how many people in my sphere were posting about the Tate album. So I went into it and honestly, I'm trying to find what it is that people are excited about. Um, I think X's is a solid pop song and that's about it for me on the album. Sorry. I don't really, I'm not, I'm not seeing it people. I'm open to be convinced you can slide into my DMs and tell me why it's an amazing album, but I'm not I'm not hearing it for myself. Um, and then Nikki, hmm, Nikki's a tough one. It's a long album. I don't. There's think a longer it, version now too. It, there's a deluxe version of it. Face crack, because we didn't need all the songs on the original album. What is she giving us in the deluxe that we need? I'll revisit that maybe at some point, no guarantees. But my thoughts are, I think she's past her peak, lyrically. I think, and don't come for me, Barb's, because y'all scare the shit out of me, but there's just something missing. Maybe it's the passion. Like, maybe we don't need more music from Nikki. I don't know. There's something that just she doesn't seem all in, which, you know, that's fine. But there's also way too many samples on the album. I think that the album is all samples. Too many. Don't. It's not necessary. It truly is not necessary. I think what she in a lot of ways and I I, I don't mind samples. I think it. but what it ends up being is it's like creating the nostalgia for the original song one mm-hmm. but two in a funny in a funny way it's like they didn't ask me to collaborate with them on the on this song so i'm just gonna do it myself no. and add a verse a nikki verse to it but i i it also doesn't make me feel like this album is truly a pink friday too like but wasn't for pink pink friday a ton of covers too or not covers but samples i don't remember it being that way like i remember there being just a lot of original Nikki music that was really good. And it also like it it showcased a lot of different music, like a vocal stylings from her. There was a lot of like more hard rapping. And then there was some more that was more melodic. And I don't know, I really liked Pink Friday a lot. So I think a lot of Pink Friday too is just in the marketing. The whole gag city marketing is so funny and it's really good like branding and stuff, but the tweets after where people were like leaving gag city. So funny. So funny. Um, it was so good. I will say um, I will leave with a positive. Um, the song super freaky girl, which we've had for a while, but God, that song is fucking good. It's great. It's great. It's so fucking good. So more of that, Nikki, more of that, Nikki. (laughs) Looking forward into 2024, 
are there any, I guess I have my list of who mm-hmm. I'm manifesting. Yeah. Do you have any or should I go first? I have one on my Ooh. list and it's a challenge. Taylor Swift, I know you're listening. Tree Pain, I know you're scouring your Google alerts. My manifestation is that in 2024, Taylor Swift will release the Eras Tour digitally for free. That's my challenge to Taylor. It's never going to happen. She's a queen of capitalism. She's here out on the Times magazine saying, it's a good thing that I'm a billionaire as a female because that breaks down the patriarchy. And you know what, Taylor? There, There is no such thing as a good billionaire. No one makes a billion dollars ethically. So why don't you just show us that, you know, show us a different side of you. Give it to us for free. That's my challenge for 2024. I am going to go as far as saying completely agree billionaires shouldn't exist. But I would go as far as to say I think that Taylor is like probably the most morally ethical billionaire there is out there. And what I mean by that is like I feel like she goes out of her way to like give back to everyone. Like she's not, I don't, I I truly don't believe that she's a billionaire because she was trying to be, I think that she like her. Oh, I disagree. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that was her original intent. I don't, I, I think that like what it, it is. What, no, I, I don't think that she cares about money. Like in any sort of capacity, I don't think that she's, she cares about money at all. I think what she cares about okay. is she she cares about like being accessible and being relatable and doing what she thinks is the right thing. And I think like what ends up happening is, and it's it's the same thing with a lot of people. It's like, uh, or like a lot of like successful people is then like the financial people come along and they go, but we could make money off of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like I think for all intents and purposes, her. Like you think about like her tour tickets, her tickets all in all, like if you were able to get them at face value, mm-hmm. were cheaper than Beyonce's tickets. Like yeah, her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like her tickets at face value were cheaper than Beyonce's. Mm-hmm. I can't On, say I I can't say I look to know like what the range is at face value for those tickets. But then on top of that, th- she also like I think that in a lot of ways she knew that there were so many people that couldn't go to the show. So she like wanted to do the movie release. And I think it's like the financial people that were like, okay, what's the right way to do it. But I do think that like, she was like, oh yeah, the movie theater would be a great place to do it because it's an event. Like in my, like she's like, my audience would want Mm -hmm. that to be an event. Mm -hmm. It's something for us to do together where being it being online, sitting in your own room, isn't the concert experience, you know? And so I feel like there's people around here interested in making money. I think she's past the point of wanting to make money. And you think about like all of the, like the truckers and people that worked on her tour that she was like, here's a hundred thousand dollar bonus for you. Here's a hundred thousand dollar bonus for you. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that she is, I truly don't think that she's necessarily like trying to accumulate wealth as much as like 
the people around her are building the empire mm-hmm. for her for for wealth to accumulate. I w- my counterpoint to that would be she has so much influence in everything she does. She directs her own music videos. She got a movie deal. She will be directing a movie. She will be, and we will be watching. Which is a mistake. We do not need that. Hey, um, hey, hey, it could be good. It could be good. We we truly don't need it. There's a creative vision for a short music video is much different than a long-form movie. That's all I'll I'm say an, on I'm, that. And all I'll say is <laughs> she's not failed us so far. Like, what are you talking I, about? I don't, like, I don't, she... I've said this many times and I'll keep saying it. I think she truly is one of, if not the most talented, like lyricist. Okay. But like, but like like director, director, what I'm I'm saying saying is is extremely, extremely talented. She's talented. She doesn't need to direct a music video or a film. Just because she doesn't need to, that doesn't mean like I would, I would put faith that it could be good. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to write it off okay. as being bad because if she's been as talented as she is in, in songwriting, she could just be super creatively talented. We'll see. And for what back, I'm hearing from you, it's just my... like stay in your lane. That's what you're saying. You're saying stay in your lane, girl. No, not necessarily. But like my original point, she has so much influence that to say, let's put this out in movie theaters and let's charge more than an actual movie to go she could have easily been like, why are we doing that? And then now it's available to rent for the cheap price of $30, not available to own. And I'm sure we are going to get a release where you can own it. And I'm sure it's going to be a silly amount of money and people are going to buy it. I know. So I to, say, next... to say that she doesn't care about money to me is like. No, okay. I don't. No, I don't think she cares about money. I think that, like, when it comes, you, you think about the, the movie theater of it all. I think she probably was like, "Oh yeah, movie theater would be a great idea," but I don't think that she was in the conversation about how much the 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 movie would cost. I think the things that stand out to me about like why it makes sense for how much it was is it was over three hours, yeah, and so that's that's like that is like two movies. That's Two movies worth of like amount of time. Oppenheimer. Movies are getting longer. (laughs) Movies are very much getting longer. God, they really are. You think about touch tunes and you think about like if you try and put on a long song, they now charge you more money. (laughs) They do? They charge you more credits for putting on longer songs. Yeah. Uh, Well, you are our touch tunes uh, liaison, our representative to keep us in the know. And so all I'm saying is I think that you're kind of you're more mad at like the enterprise that is Taylor Swift. And I'm saying I don't think her as a person necessarily is the one that you're right. She could force her hand and force to the decision and force like, no, I want this to be cheaper. No, I want this. And you're right that she doesn't necessarily do that. But I don't think that she's necessary. Like if to if if going to see the concert in theaters was like astronomically expensive, I guarantee you she would have like shut that down you know like i guarantee i guarantee you if it was unreasonable i do think it probably will be on streaming though i think that like interesting 
Like it, it huh. will be on streaming. I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. You right think now. it'll be in streaming in June? You think? Mm -hmm. Do I think, you think it'll be so? open to? It'll be available to buy probably. Yeah, I was gonna February, say. Do you, March. Do you think? I was gonna ask. Do you think there will be a long period where you can only buy it? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. There's gonna continue to kind of be the different levels of it. Mm -hmm. But it totally will be available on streaming. And I would even go as far as to say the Apple of the world is probably where I could see it living. They have like Billy, right? Or is that something else? They do a lot of Apple up next. But the thing is, is like they, she is their artist of the year. She's also Spotify's artist of the year. She's also Time's artist of the year or like person of the year. Per oh God, person of the year. Jesus. And in terms of what they did for like, for her like to celebrate versus what um like Spotify did is like not the same. And that makes <laughs> me think that like. Apple's pushing for it. They're going to push for it. Yeah. And it yeah. just is like it, they couldn't announce it at the time and or whatever else because she still had her plan. So that's fair. that's fair. I think it'll be I think it'll be either on Apple Music or Apple TV Plus as like mm -hmm. a thing. But whichever platform it's on, the subscriber count is going to invest. The shareholders are going to be happy. We'll just say that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. two albums that that got away. I know yes. that we yes, yes, yes. Zach Bryan's self titled album. Zach Bryan. I think Zach Bryan did yeah. some really have good you, stuff. Ha have you listened to it a lot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I've given then, it a once through. It's. I think it's good. And then I also uh, wanted to add Renee Rap to the the list. I know you didn't necessarily like her album, but I thought it was actually really good songwriting too. And I'm excited. Yeah, about her I. Career. I went through a couple times. I didn't dive into the lyricism as much necessarily, just from a, a like an entry point. Is this like to my ears? Is this pleasing to me? I I was pretty middle when I when oh, I heard man. it. Yeah, but definitely a uh, one that got away in terms of I would have really liked to talk about that one on the podcast. Um, and that brings us to oh, oh, oh manifesting. That's what we are going into. Shit. Yes. So so that was my my manifest. I would like it to be given away to the people for free. I know it's very idealistic of me. We'll see what happens. Does streaming count? Does streaming count? Like if it's on a streaming platform, mm. does that count? Because I think that will happen. It's tough because with the streaming of it all and like licensing, it's never really yours, you know. And that's the thing too with like digital purchases. If you buy something on Amazon or YouTube or I like iTunes, like technically you're just paying the fee to license it. Right. And the company has the power to just remove it from their platform and the money you spent is bye bye. Sorry. Right. And you agree to it. That's the legal T's and C's, folks. So, which is why I just bought a copy of Drop Dead Gorgeous on Blu-ray. Because I need that Smart physical idea. copy, Mama. <laughs> I would right. I would do a lot more buying a physical if that was the case. But there's also a part of me that just, for all intents and purposes, doesn't need that clutter in my life. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be buying a lot of movies. It's there's I think I have like five. <laughs> but then you have to have then you have to have a fucking disc player to play. I don't I, I don't have a way of playing discs in my apartment. And I, and I have a PlayStation 5, which doubles as my Blu-ray. So there you go. <laughs> That's what my PlayStation 4 was. 
I truly exactly. I didn't even I didn't even play the PlayStation 4. I just watched movies on it. <laughs> Whatever. and honestly not a bad idea it's like a pretty uh it's a pretty like affordable <laughs> well i mean like oh well i guess if you're playing it never mind you are playing it no I, I really wasn't um so people that i'm excited for in 2023 we yes. know dua is coming excited for dua Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande is back in the studio, so we're likely <laughs> going to get another Ariana Grande album. I I'm really ready for some more Ariana. Um, Bleachers announced that they have an album coming out in March. I'm very excited for that. I love okay. Bleachers. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then more on the speculative side of things. Actually, no, it's not speculative. It, it's probably going to come. But Griff, I had her on my 2023 list, and she's also on my 2024 list. Love she it. put out the first part of her like release volume mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and so that goes to say that there's likely it's probably like volume one into volume two into full album i have been obsessed with griff for years now and can't wait for that i think that lord's gonna put out an album this year this next okay year. very excited for that i think that it's going to be channeling a lot of the heartbreak of the reception of solar power which i'm still Mm -hmm. on justice for solar power but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we'll mm -hmm. see kind of what that does for her lardy goo goo has also (laughs) uh been in lardy goo goo has been in uh the studio a little bit um the uh, on that note one thing that i'm like girl what is going on beyonce Finished up her tour at the end of what, like October, mm-hmm. and she got her visual, like she got her entire visuals, and she put out a stunning concert film a month later. Yeah, Taylor Swift finished up her like tour, like U.S. tour, I think like September, mm-hmm. and she put out the Eras thing like a month and a half later. Mm-hmm. Gaga finished <laughs> up Chromatica Ball. Over a year and a half ago, and we and she has said that she is going to put out the Chromatica Ball uh, tour, like or film. Look, where are the visuals, Mama? Look, it's ho- it's holiday season over at House Labs. They're churning out makeup. They got things to do. My theory is because the I think the only concert she's officially released is the Fame Monster tour. Um, DVD, Blu-ray, and so my I'm holding out for like she's creating some sort of box set extravaganza with all her tours on it. That would be incredible. We'll see. We'll see. But like something from Lady Gaga, I think we're gonna get at least something in the fact that the new Joker film will be a musical. And I think that's coming out this year. Are you excited for that one? I the first one was, I mean, it, it was arguably a good movie, but it yes. made me cringe. It it didn't yeah, it didn't yeah. it left me unsettled, and I don't necessarily like that in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's similar to like American Sniper, where that was another really good movie, like Objectively but very uncomfortable movie, yeah. to watch. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. I also have on my list SG Lewis because it's been a year. I'm Period. hoping that he puts maybe like does another album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't remember, 
Beyonce announced that Renaissance was Act One of something. <laughs> I was I was just gonna ask, are we gonna get the visuals from the first? Are we gonna get the part two? Baby, you are the visuals. <laughs> you are the visuals. <laughs> but I think I think I think Act Two. I wouldn't be mad if it comes out in twenty twenty five. Sure. There was I think there was a moment that we were all like, oh, she's gonna release it like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, like very close together and. I think she saw how successful Renaissance was, and she was like, "Let's pause the break on that one, Mama." I'm we're gonna milk this for some moolah. There's there's so many things that the queens have all said, like hindsight that like I'm like, are you gonna fulfill that promise? Because you have Beyonce with Act One Renaissance, you have um, Lady Gaga with the visuals for the Chromatica Ball, and then Taylor Swift for I don't know, like I'm like. Swifty Girls, I don't know if you remember this, but Taylor said that Midnight's was a visual album and we've gotten like three music videos. I'm pretty sure in comparison to her other stuff, Midnight's kind of flopped and she was like, eh. yeah. I think it did. I yeah. mean, it it, yeah. it was it was arguably not one of her best albums. You'll, you'll have some people in the fan fandom that are like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, girl, every Taylor album slaps and that's probably it. Swifty fans are going to eat up whatever she releases. We know this. Uh, I'm still waiting for the Lady Gaga Beyonce telephone part two. <laughs> remember that? Acts two could be on. Remember, Acts two? remember that one. To Lady be continued. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Mm-mm. Well, that was a. It was a year. This was a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. Put a bow on it. Wrapped and replayed. We did it in. You know what? We'll be back for more. We'll be back in 2024 after a much needed rest and relaxation. <laughs> and you know what? I hope everyone listening can take some time to breathe a little bit at the end of the holiday season here. Maybe go back to some of our older episodes. That's right. That's right. Go through the backlog, mamas. There's lots for you to listen to. Simon, um, if people want to keep in touch with you in this off season, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at the realist Simon. And if you want to follow my eclectic here, there, everywhere, a little bit of this, little bit of that playlist on Spotify, it's called I love that playlist. But how about you, Aaron? How can we find you? How can we reach out? Um, I'm at the Aaron on all socials. And then we also do have our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bopper Flop podcast on Instagram. Um, and that's kind of it. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys for another year of listening to us. We love you so much. We love you so much. Thank you. For love you so much, baby. Until and see you in the new year, year, people. That's right. Bye. Bye.